0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Oubre with the rebound and after a big second quarter, 16-point lead at the half, the Knicks nine-game win streak
0: will come to an end as they... Hit the road. Four on the West Coast. Yeah, that's why when you have a win streak going, you take every win you can get because they are not easy to get in the NBA. What a performance by these Charlotte Hornets. Steve Clifford's team was ready to roll a phenomenal win that they needed in a season when they are really struggling.
2: (sighs) Well, you knew it was going to end at some point. You just didn't want it to end like that. Um, Knicks lose to the... Now 21 and 46 Charlotte Hornets, 112 to 105. Benji Widtholtz is with us for this one. Hello, Benji. I would ask you how you're doing, but I think I know the answer. So.
1: Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I've been
3: better. Um,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, this is annoying. And, you know, I I wrote in the newsletter uh, chat through, uh, game game day thread this morning. First line why am I afraid tonight is a a trap game? And I went through all the reasons why, you know, I shouldn't be worried about it. They've handled their business for the most part this year. And I said, the one comp that I I think comes close to a game that was truly a letdown game was the Spurs game um, after the horrendous, horrendous, horrendous um, last 90-second Mavericks loss. And looking at this game now and looking at that game then, see some similarities uh, emotionally drained team and just like a, a drained, drained team physically. Uh, that's what it looked like tonight. And then the other thing that I, that I kind of worried about, and this was not similar to the Spurs game, but coming off of that emotional high of those two wins this weekend, Miami and Boston. Um, and with the big West coast road trip coming up next four games, not, I, I didn't fear like a traditional letdown game, but just like kind of, all right, let's 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 get this one out of the way. Let's move past it and let's get and handle our business. What we know is going to be a big trip for us. And you could tell when they went up, you could tell from the start of the game, there was, I mean, like just the intensity, I think on offense, maybe wasn't there. They're getting good shots. They just weren't making them. You could tell when they went up 16 at halftime, when they came out in the third quarter, the intensity, wasn't really there. And then after the bench, we're going to talk about the bench, gave them a nice jolt of energy at the end of the fourth and beginning of the third quarter up by nine points midway through the fourth. And then just down the stretch, um, just not quite having the extra gear to access. Um, Disappointing, annoying. Annoying is probably the best word that I could think of to lose this game. Uh, it's not the end of the world. This team is obviously showing that they could, they're resilient, they bounce back, they don't let these losses stick with them, but still um talking brass tacks. I mean, you want to stay in that four or five matchup, I think, if you're the Knicks. And uh this will not uh, help that effort. Benji, what are your what are your thoughts, man?
1: Yeah, I think the the San Antonio comp is a really good one. Um I you know man, two overtimes, couple players playing 50 plus minutes. Um, you can't understate the impact that has two yep. nights later. Um, and I think you really saw that. And I think quickly and Randall specifically having really bad games, who are the two biggest minutes getters, I don't think is a coincidence. I think that has to play a factor. And then you combine that with a third quarter in which I, for the first time in a couple of months, saw a team get beat to the ball. Yep. Um, So, and not just because of fatigue, just because I think, as you said, I think they took these guys a bit lightly coming out of that. I think if they probably felt like we played a half decent first half and we went into half up, whatever we were up 16 and like we did our job, right? We did did our our job job. and they're going to go away. And I I think that was kind of the attitude coming into the third quarter and Charlotte to their credit played very hard and played very good defense one on one specifically. Absolutely. And I think they just beat the Knicks to the ball the entire third quarter. Every rebound, um, the Knicks didn't close out the way they should have. Um, lazy with their passings, Julia specifically, just didn't have the requisite attention to detail and effort. That end of the day, you know, less than Knicks forget, is why they become, become an elite yes. basketball team. And I think that's yep. the lesson learned. And hopefully, this is a reminder in the midst of a nine game win streak when you're getting a lot of hot air blowing up your butt <laughs> from national media and everybody else. And rightfully so, they deserved it. Yep. But you have to remember as a team that what makes you really good is not that you make a lot of shots because you don't. And it's not that you're going to out talent other teams because you're not. It's yep. the fact that you rebound the ball better than anybody else. You don't turn the ball over and you rotate with a reckless abandon and beat people to the ball. Right. And like, they just didn't do that tonight and they learned the lesson. And I guess the last thing we got to say is, I don't know if we've mentioned it yet. Oh, we did. We, we have, have not mentioned it yet. I know what you're going <laughs> to say. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that we didn't have Jalen Brunson on the floor. Yeah. And when things go South, this is the value that Jalen Brunson provides maybe more than anything else. And he provides a lot of value in a lot of ways how many times when you have a lead and the, 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 other, the, op- the opposition starts making a run, does Jalen Brunson just decide, I'm going to get in the lane, I'm going to make a floater, and I'm going to calm it all down? Yep. And to not have that when things go south, and boy, did they go south in the second half. The team shot like 30% in the second half. So like to, you, under, you understand the value that Jalen Brunson provides on a night like this. Uh, and you said it a million times, how many games they win without him. Um, and, and this is a, a primary example.
2: Yeah, this is um, this might be the best game, or the best piece of evidence, best singular piece of evidence we have for why Jalen Brunson, whether it's you want to whatever your argument is, deserves um, you know, an all NBA spot, deserves you know, uh, some rogue MVP votes for for anybody looking to fill that fifth place spot in their ballot, um, something, some kind of of designation, because for as wonderful as Julius Randle has been this year, and obviously he was not great tonight. Um, Brunson has been the reason why this team has turned into what they have uh, turned into when he wasn't there tonight. And, like, look, Emmanuel quickly coming off the game of his life can't and can do some really wonderful things. And he, I, again, I don't want to, I'm not certainly not going to pile on him tonight because he's been the Knicks uh, again, unequivocally their third best player all year. He didn't have it tonight. That's not on him. But he also is like, just he can't do the things that Jalen Brunson could do because there aren't. I don't know. There are a handful of people in the league that could do the things that Jalen Bruns could do very specifically in the way you're talking about, like need a bucket to calm things down. Like he's as good an option as any, um, you brought up Randall and quickly together. They made a combined 10 of, uh, 33 shots from the field. Um, so now what you want, it looked for a while, like the saving grace was going to be RJ Barrett who started off, uh, in the first half, I believe, what did he have 17 in the first half? Um, and something like 16 or 17, the first half, something like that. Third quarter had some nice, um, moments as well. Ended up with 27 points on 24 shots. Eh. Ended up going one of seven from three. Eh, not really what you want. Um, overall, a good game from RJ, but you would have liked the, uh, the halves to be inverted, I guess, right?
1: Yeah. I thought the first half was really good from a process standpoint. Uh, I thought he mixed his, his drives and his passing really well. Um, and he just looked unstoppable going to the rim, and I think that Charlotte upped the physicality overall, and and, it did. and on him, and they matched it. Like RJ was just out physicaling them the first half, could not get him, could not stop him going to the rim. They brought a little more resistance in the second, and I didn't think he responded great. And I thought he forced up some really tough ones. Yep, um, I thought the, cha- the challenge going back that that call was a big call big in the call. game and a big reversal that I'm not. You know the replays that we saw didn't convince me it wasn't a foul. Um, I was shocked they overturned it. Yeah, I was very surprised they overturned that. And but that was an example where like that was he tried he pushed off Hayward. He tried to get a shot up. You know, it wasn't a great look. Like, that was kind of the way his shots looked in the second half. Wasn't getting all the way to the rim. Um, and that yeah, you know that and this is high volume. RJ uh, will get you twenty seven, and it's kind of a matter of how many shots does it take him, right? I, I think. That's the issue. And when he's pegged into that third role, then it's like, well, where do you fit in and can you play off of two stars? And so that's the complicated question with RJ Barrett right now is where he fits in. I think there've been a couple of games recently where he's found that balance and where he's been able to take over when he's got the bench unit and Brent Brunson and Randall are sitting and then kind of slot and make some more shots off, off the dribble and attack closeouts off the, off the catch and attack closeout and attack closeouts. Um, but we're still he's still trying to find his role on this team and it's been a struggle uh, more times than not this year
2: yeah for sure well said um also we've kind of alluded to it but um over the winning streak the Knicks were definitely hitting a lot of threes um they haven't i don't think they've had a cold shooting game from three at any point during the streak um shot 27.5 percent from three tonight they made 11 of 40 from downtown um the hornets only took 32 threes but they made 12 of them. Um, so 37.5 percent Hornets ended up with 112 and uh, three Hornets, by the way, over 20, po- over 23 points. Uh, Hayward with 23 on 17 shots, Rozier 25 on 22 shots, and then the <laughs> Kelly Obrey Jr., who was the scorer. I don't know if you know that, Benji Kelly Ober Kelly Jr. could score basketball 27. 27- I mean, it, it, not a lie. Um, 27 points on 17 shots. So, like, and look, you gave it, you said it already on the defensive end give the hornets credit as well for like making some tough they did make tough shots like they they forced the issue um the Knicks, a lot of the threes that they missed were wide open threes we could we could brunson was out we could dance around and around and around and around it um still not it's not a great loss and i guess the last thing before we'll we'll do personal injury report and try to do a moment of the game before i let you go is um The third quarter, end of the third, first several minutes of the fourth, the bench did bring the most energy that we saw all game. I'm sure it's going to come up tonight, so I'll just get it out of the way now. Did you think he should have left certain members of the bench in longer? And, like, you know, who, if so, who?
1: Yes. Uh, I thought Toppin and McBride both could have played more. And look, they're your eighth and ninth guy in this alignment. Um, They just are. And I understand that. And usually ninth or tenth, we should say. Yeah, I'm saying, right, sure. right. With yeah. Brunson out. Yeah, yeah exactly. And um, I thought that their second half stint was the best the team looked, certainly in the second half. Oh, yeah. Without uh, you know, you look, look, plus minus is plus minus, but Tobin was plus 13. McBride was plus eight. Um, those are your two highest. Randall was minus 20 on the game, right? So, And you could just see it. Like, Randall just didn't have it tonight. I thought he passed the ball well in the first half, but from like – I, what I wish Tibbs would do more often is is assess it in real time. Like Randall, you could see from like th- there was a possession with what uh, three thirty four oh, left in the third quarter. It was the third, yeah, it was yeah. But Randall literally just gave up on two closeouts. I think either he was frustrated by something or just totally gassed. But either way, as a coach, I wish he would just read that in real time and say, "Well, now is a now this is a good night to get my guy in. Top yep. will give you the energy. Um, made a shot tonight. He just." like i i i just thought and and toppen played good defense on switches tonight yeah, it is. i just thought like yeah plug them in it's it's charlotte man like you can win with your second unit in this kind of game when you when your guy just gave you 50 minutes in a crazy two overtime game like just read that in real time i thought that was a bit of a miss uh i th- i said it at the time i thought i thought it was a miss um and maybe cost them a bit uh and De- i thought deuce was great tonight um, he was. deuce both ends um, was like maybe their best guard tonight. And I don't think that's crazy. No, I, I really don't. Uh, I thought he was really good and could have gotten extended run. I understand you're trying to get the, you know trying to navigate the RJ Grimes heart minutes, so it's a bit hard with your off guard to keep him in the game. So I, I'm less. I, I blame Tibbs a little less for that, but on the Ob front, I just thought, I just thought it could have been it could have been an earlier insertion and, and see where it takes you
2: no disagreement um so you know errors to 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 go around uh speaking of tom he does say if you either win or you learn hopefully tonight was a learning experience for everybody including him um all right let's do a quick personal injury report we alluded to it already but we will uh say officially no Jalen brunson tonight for the second game in a row um of course by the way our Personal Injury Report is presented by our friends at Weiss and Rosebloom. The law offices of wife and Rosenblum, uh can handle your personal injury matter today. Call them at 212-366-6100. Uh, one more time, 212-366-6100 or visit weissandroseblum.com for more information. If you think you have a case, call for an absolutely free consultation. Prior results do not guarantee future outcomes. But if you might have a case, go with a veteran, not a rookie. Although um, tonight, I would argue the young guys the youngest guys on the roster were probably the path uh, to success. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Jalen Brunson, I would assume he is going to be back for the Kings game. I would hope. If, if he is not out there for Sacramento, I, uh, I will officially be worried. I expect him to be back, so I don't want to go crazy about that. Um, all right. A little quick moment of the game. It's tough. It's, I forgot what it was like to do a moment of the game and for a loss.
4: Yeah, I got nothing as far as moments. I, I found a I couple, but I... All right, so what do you got? I got three, actually. No. One... You maybe may get to decide all three tonight, John. I mean, I have three. I, I, I got
2: three down. One is the... After the Hornets finally took the lead, The what got the Knicks back, the lead was the Obi top and three um, that gave them oh. 89 points. And it started, I believe, a 10-0 run for uh, the Knicks, if not more than a 10-0 run. But that was... That was a big shot in the moment. Um, and then the last two that I have are both from Mitch. So the Mitch put back to um, have them go up 100. I want to say I'll look it up right now, um, but it gave them it gave them the lead. And it was a big moment because they had missed, I think, multiple shots on the possession. Um yeah, quickly missed a three and then quickly missed a floater. Mitch got two offensive rebounds on that possession and then the tip shot to put him up 100 to 97 with 419 to go. And then the last one was the Mitch steal, which we thought was going to be. I, I thought that was going to wind up being the, the biggest play of the game. And um, it led to um,
1: I think Ju- that led to, a Julius layup? led to two free throws No. Maybe was there a foul? On the, I think there was a foul on the other end. Oh, I, mean, Josh, um, I thought Josh Hart got fouled on the other end, but maybe I'm.
5: Yeah, maybe about. that
2: was it. But it, it, so, but that that was the one where like Jalen Brunson was up on the bench, like jumping around and celebrating. Yeah, yeah, here yeah, there it is. So Julius Randle made a driving layup to tie it after that steal. Um, but uh, oh, okay. then Gordon, Gordon Hayward came down and and gave. Um,
1: uh, let me let me give one candidate. I think deserves. uh, I think, uh Grimes end of half. Reverse layup, I think, was a was that a was, big play at the time. Felt big, um, was a great play, and mean got the lead to sixteen for God's sake. That's um, the
4: one I wrote down. I just mm, maybe a personal yeah. feel out of this, but I don't have many nominations from the second half. They I just, stunk. They stunk. Yeah. <laughs> they stunk. DJ so Zulo. replace.
1: So
2: re- do you want to repl- replace one of the Mitch ones with the with the Grimes? This Ask is it
4: via this. DJ Zulo, one of the other. Uh, the film people here at Knicks Film School. Uh, eight, eight for 31 in the second half for the Knicks. They made eight field goals in the second eight half? Eight for 31 in the second half. Seems bad. Yeah. They scored 39 points in the second half. 45. were point. They scored 45 in the second quarter and then 39 in the second half. Seems bad. They had 66 points at halftime and didn't get to 106 points.
2: Yeah. Like it stinks. It's tough. Yeah. Jalen Brunson, uh, get well soon, Benji. Well soon. Uh, thank you for coming on and uh, spending a few minutes to talk about this
1: uh, game. Um, mm, Would have been nice to get to ten, but alas, right? Listen, sometimes we all we all just need to get knocked down a peg <laughs> in order to evolve. I like it. That's yeah. my that's my lesson of the day. And a happy poem to everyone who celebrated. Before I go, it was a great day, and then not a not a great. Not a great night. What are you (laughs) going to do? Can't win them all. All right, guys. Have a great night. Enjoy. Talk to you later. Bye, everybody.
5: You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: What's up, Knicks fans? Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest with keto, calorie smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared By chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 36 quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper, but meals are ready quicker than restaurants delivery. Just two minutes. Also, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with factor. Each meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to your vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to factormeals.com filmschool50 and use the code filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Again, that's factormeals.com filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Factor America's number one ready to eat meal kit.
2: Andrew John. I again, it's been what the last loss that I was on for it was the Sixers game or the Clippers game. I forget which came first.
4: The Sixers game came second. You were here for it. That was a Friday night. And the next night, Josh Hart was introduced to our lives and they hadn't lost since. Um.
2: Yeah, no the yeah the the Clippers and then they beat Philly, they beat Orlando, and then they lost to the Clippers. But I mean, you want to talk about a team that really? It's not not since the Lakers game have we really had to have like a a negative.
4: Well, let's see how it is tonight. Oh, but I I hope the vibes are still decent. You said it, and maybe I just maybe I was just a little overconfident, and from talking to Richie and the the comps to that Spurs game, it's even to the point where like. You got a veteran coach that knows how to have his team ready, you know, and the Spurs game was you, you're facing Popovich against a drained team, which is why if the Knicks had played Houston tonight. I was about I to say... wonder if that was like, that would no. like exactly what had happened. Like the one the Knicks played Houston after the Spurs. I was about to you know? say,
2: like, this is like, yes, there's always bad. Te- like the Hornets are are not a good team. And when they, but they, I know LaMelo Ball was healthy. When they won five in a row recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even the other night in Brooklyn, like they went down by twenty some odd points against the Nets. Like they ended up making that into like, I don't want to say into a game, but like they they didn't let down, you know. They they kept after it. Um, you know, but again, we're we're parsing out like tanking teams versus tanking teams. You're up by nine midway through the fourth quarter in your own building against a team that has 20 wins, win the fucking game. Yep. And they didn't do it.
4: They didn't. Ready to do
2: this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Thanks everybody for being here and and watching, and uh, thanks in advance for you know being being kind. I guess I don't know. I don't know thanking people be for. All right, Neil Yarmine starts us off. Became a New York Knicks fan in college, smoking an eighth a day. <laughs> now the fucking Knicks have smoked an eighth of the season in a row smoke him if you got him hashtag 53 wins okay I like that I like that's good energy to start with right totally fine with that Jesse M oh my god yeah Andrew told me this was coming before we went live 430 tickets $430 um, tickets down the drain thanks Nick's I, I
3: had a bad feeling about this one today I had a bad feeling about this one today
2: hmm Kevin Levitt, what's going on, Kev? Uh, team look gassed and I don't blame them. Still love the team and I don't want to hear anybody be negative after this game. I mean, yeah, it's like what are you going to be negative about, right? Um, you could be... You want to kill Julius for being clearly very tired. Um, You know, I can't... He, he He's given them everything this season. He has played in every game this season. Um, so, yeah, Again, quickly too. Quickly was maybe didn't quite have it tonight. I mean, the dude's been just unflappable. Perfect in every way for... Three months you know uh like w- there was a little bit of a, a effort lacking there in the third quarter, but mostly I-, I think it's more tired it was more tired than effort you know you want to kill Tibbs for again not leaving maybe the, the the second unit out there for longer in the fourth quarter again we Benji said it's fair, but um he's also gotten great production from the guys that he put in for
3: pretty much the whole season, and it uh, didn't work out tonight, so opened himself up to second guessing. Thanks, Kev. A E. Kennedy, what's going on, A? There's no blame tonight, but I think Tibbs could have
2: rocked at the bench a little bit more. Starters were clearly gassed tonight. Yeah. 100 percent It's funny because like they did go on that spurt in the at the in this at the end of the first half. Because this was like they were up by like whatever they were up by, three, four, or five points. And then they just made that push at the end of the second quarter. I almost wonder if like that was the that was what they had in them, like that push. And but just um to come out in the beginning and in the beginning of the third, the other thing about the beginning of the third, right, is they were actually scoring baskets at the beginning of the third quarter. I right? like the stat that we got from um DJ Zulo about eight field goals in the second half. I kind of want to go back and look and see. How many of they, those eight field goals were in like the early going, in the third? Um, here, I'm looking at it right now. Third quarter, 30 seconds into the third quarter, quickly made a driving jump shot. Uh, uh, 30 or 10:52 um, to go in the third quarter. Randall made a two point shot. 10:20 um, and left to go in the third quarter. Uh, Barrett makes a two point shot. 9:30 to go in the third quarter. Mitchell Robinson makes a, a, a an alley oop. So, yeah, I, maybe, maybe I, I don't know. That's, that stat might be off because I'm looking at it. Unless they made like two field goals in the, in, the, in the fourth quarter. I think they made more than eight field goals in the second half. Maybe it was eight for 30 in the fourth quarter. I think that's probably what it was. Maybe it was eight for 30 in the fourth quarter. Okay. Um, A.E. Kennedy, thanks, man. Appreciate you. Um, is Quentin Grimes done playing in the fourth quarter? Great streak, can't complain. Um, I don't think he's done playing in the fourth quarter. I think the Knicks just, you know, they got Josh Hart. Um, oh, Red Saracek. sorry, I didn't. I, I'm still thinking about the eight for thirty-one thing. Um, no, I think Red Saracek, Thanks for the question. I think uh, there'll be moments. Tonight could have been a moment. Uh, Benji said on the playback that uh, he made a good point that like they could have used the additional shooting out there because with Hart and RJ, you're that's not loving your spacing. And then quickly, you know, qu- so quickly is your best shooter out there in those lineups um, because Rand- it's Randall and Mitch. So it's a little cramped, you know, when you don't have Brunson out there. Um I don't know. It's a good question. I do think he's definitely fourth on the depth chart amongst the Barrett, Quickly, um, Hart, Grimes, foursome. And most nights, you know, when Brunson's healthy, only two of those guys, obviously, only two of those guys are going to be out there. So, maybe I don't know. Maybe he is done closing games. We'll see. Thanks, Fred. Uh, Juwan, what's going on, Juwan? Thanks, as always, for the generous contribution. Well, that was fun while well, it lasted. Feel free to complain after tonight. Yeah. Good point. Gonna hang up and listen now. Hashtag 53 missed opportunities. Definitely puts a little pump the brakes on the on the 50 wins stock, right? I was all if they had won this game, I would have, even if they had won this game by a point on like a miracle shot at the end, I still would have gotten up here and
3: I would have been like, all right, here we go. 50 wins. It's coming. Let's go. Um, but now Tough West Coast trip coming up. That's all I will say.
2: Tough West Coast trip coming up. Sam Garcia's dad. What's going on, man? I know they should have won this game, but they were due for a loss, and this was an obvious letdown game. On to Sacramento, hashtag 53 wins. Um, should they yes, like yes, in the in the in the most general sense, yes, they should have won this game. Um the way they played and like you know how Charlotte played? Should they have won this game? Like, no. Um, you know, it, it's like, and there were a lot of moments for as much as I I kind of, there was a part of me that does want to praise like, Heyward had a good game and zero had a good game and Oprah had a good game. And like, these guys are professional, like, good NBA players. Um, to say nothing of who am I forgetting? PJ Washington didn't have a great game tonight, but like, he's a good player. He's going to get paid a lot of money this summer. Um, for as much as they like have those guys and they're respectable like Charlotte also showed you why they came into tonight with 20 wins. Like, you know, they have issues. They don't have great depth, which is, I think part, I do think that was part of the reason why the bench units were successful or the bench unit was successful, at least a little bit. Um, and like they had a lot of, there were, I mean, there was a moment there in the fourth quarter where we blew an opportunity on the offensive end. And then Charlotte came down and they had two phenomenal looks from three and they didn't make either of them. And I was like, okay, maybe that's the moment we look back on. It was with like five or six minutes left on the fourth. And I was like, maybe that's the moment we look back on. It. And I was thinking to myself, well, that's why they're, they have 20 wins. But they made enough shots down the stretch. A couple tough shots for Rozier, Hayward. Like those guys are good. Those guys make, you know, 22 and $30 million, respectively, for a reason. Thanks, Sam Garcia's dad. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on? Yep. JB is needed. Get yeah, well soon, my guy. The team looked exhausted last year game from Julius loud reminder that he needs a settling influence on the floor. So here's the funny thing. The energy from Julius was not there. You could argue all night. You could argue it was not there all night. Only got to the foul line. Um, We said this on the, on the playback uh, that we did. I let me double check this before I say something that's incorrect. Um, Randall got to the free throw line six times. Two of those were technical free throws though. So he really only got to the line four times. He was definitely more settling for outside shots. The pushback that I'll give you on the last year game from Julius, I thought Julius was passing, especially in the first half, but like even at points in time, I feel like in the third quarter, but definitely in the first half, I thought Julius Randle's passing and like his process on offense was pretty outstanding. He just wasn't making shots and um Again, the energy level was like a little, bit low, but the energy, it was glaring in the third quarter that the energy level was, was low. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Let I don't think it was a last year game from Julius. Um, but yeah, we need Brunson back. 100%. We need Brunson back. Thanks, Kev. Colin Reardon. What's going on, Colin? How are you? This kills the vibe so quickly. They're easy to regain, though. Just don't let one loss turn into two, into three, et cetera, et cetera. I think Julius forced uh, a forced Julius relaxed
3: day is needed. Um, We are 67 games into the season. He has played every game. I struggle with this because I am sure I have to think playing all
2: 82. Is a point of pride for him at this point. You know, even if we get to the end of the season and like God willing, the Knicks will have something wrapped up maybe by the final weekend where they don't need to go full tilt. Julius plays, Julius starts, you know, maybe Julius plays five, 10 minutes and, and that's it. Um, you know, and it's like he's kind of earned the right, I think, to do that if he wants to. As far as letting one loss turn into two, three, et cetera, I don't I don't want to be the one to say this out loud, but like they did win eight games once before the season. Obviously, they won nine straight here. They won eight games earlier in the year, and then they lost five straight. Now, I think the team is playing much better right now. The team is better right now because they have Josh Hart. Um, so I am I am not worried necessarily about that. However, like they're, I mean, I'm, you know, I don't think I'm saying anything out of turn here. The Kings will be favored against them. The Clippers will be favored against them unless the Clippers like sit Kawhi or Paul George like they do sometimes. I don't think they've been doing a lot of that lately. Um, the Lakers game. I mean, the Knicks will probably be favored against the Lakers because Le- LeBron's not playing, but like the Lakers have been playing decent ball lately. Um, and then after that, it's uh, it's Portland in Portland. You know, so... You know, never an easy place to play. Got to deal with Dame. Dame's been lining up. So, like, I, I, you know, it's it's weird to say it about a team that just won nine games and is the talk of the entire league, and people are talking about like, oh my God, is this a stealth? You know, like, can they make? Can they win multiple playoffs? Like, f- to go from that talk to like in the span of less than a week, being like, oh my God, are the Knicks in serious trouble? i say one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite movies. Life comes at you fast. So, yeah, they better. I'd be very curious to see how they come out against the Sacramento team
3: that is scoring the ball at will. They can't stop anybody, but they're scoring the ball at will. Thanks, Colin. Kevin with another one. Reminded
2: of the Orlando game last year, but we have um, Jalen Brunson back. Which Orlando game? Because we lost. Two Orlando games last year. <laughs> Neither of them were great. I was at one of them. That was not fun. Um, this, this you could, I don't know. Like, did this remind me of a game from last year? Like, like in a in a big, they had a sixteen point lead at half and they lost, and they had a nine point lead in the fourth quarter. Middle of the fourth quarter, they lost. So from that sense, like, yes, it does kind of remind you of a game from either last year or the beginning of the season, but. Again, no Brunson and team was exhausted. So, thanks, Kev. Dan Hidalgo. Um, what's going on, Dan? IQ was a little too unselfish tonight. Maybe just tired. Side note, I counted at least three separate times quickly and heart were in the same corner. Um, I credit to you for pointing that out. I didn't notice anything in particular on that in that sense. But yeah, but again, that to me speaks to like a lack of full mental engagement Um, quickly shot 16 times tonight in 35 minutes. He was five of 16, 10
3: threes. Um, I liked the idea behind the play that uh, what was,
2: I guess going to be a quick two, right? That missed. And then, Oh, that's right. They were down by three. They were down by five. Then they went down by three. It was, um, uh offensive foul, I think, on or a turnover, yeah, it was offensive foul that I think Josh Hart drew maybe, and they had a great opportunity to get a quick two and then go be be down by one with like more than twenty four seconds remaining and I thought quickly like good intention, good drive, but it just wasn't a great look, and he tried to draw the foul and you know didn't get the call, and then Randall got called for the offensive foul um. You could argue maybe, but again, it's tough. Was he unselfish or was he trying to be a good teammate because he knew he didn't have it? And he wanted other guys to... It's, I don't know. I don't know. Thanks, Dan. Will Oliver. Woof. <laughs> but they're allowed a bad one. On to the next. I, again, you never want to give up any game. You never want to give up any game, especially in a situation like this where you... I know it didn't feel like we had this when they were up by nine in the fourth, but like... It's important games coming up, that's all I'll say. Important games
3: coming up for this team because they're all important. They really are when they're when you're at this stage and you're trying to do what they seem to be trying to do. Thanks, will.